This is supposed to be like high grade shit. Yeah. Hey, 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 all my gals and guys and non-binds. It's Raspberry, and welcome to the next episode of The Juice Box. I think this is episode five now, which is really impressive for me. And to be honest, I major, super major procrastinated to even record this one because I just didn't want to do it, (laughs) if I'm honest, and that's why I feel like I had to make this episode because it kind of all just fit in pretty well, basically, Um, and this is about creative burnout, but before I get into that, I just need to make sure I'm getting the vibes right. I'm lighting some incense, if you heard my little lighter flick flick. Um, it's sweet vanilla. I'm actually out of incense right now, so I'm probably going to re-up on those soon, if not today. And I got my tea already brewed. This is a throat coat tea today because I've been feeling a little hoarse in my vocal cords, probably with the change of coming from like... I don't know, winter to spring, but this has eucalyptus in it and marshmallow root and licorice root, obviously, and spearmint, I believe. So it's very like, I don't know, I love it. It's one of my favorite teas to drink if I'm feeling like I need to sing or talk like I am today and need to get a little bit of lubrication. So Thank you guys for tuning in again and also for sharing the previous episode with Jasmine Kier. That was my first ever interview that I've ever done and y'all was really loving that and it was a really cool experience. I am realizing that when I'm making these podcasts and doing these episodes that I'm kind of creating memories without thinking about it. Something that I can go back and listen to and actually was um, during my work week last week putting on the podcast just to like listen to and it really helped me get through my day easier than if I wouldn't have listened to it. But I think that's because I also learned that I like to listen to podcasts while I'm working. So um, I don't know, maybe maybe this will be your working podcast so that you can just feel like you're chilling at home, sitting on the couch, sipping a tea while you're dealing with some angry customer because I work in customer service and because I'm such an empathetic person and I just be taking on energy and stuff like that, it's very, it's a very hard profession to be in. I get very mentally fatigued very quickly and I think that that also contributes to the creative burnout. So I've been, since I like started back popping on the streets in February, (laughs) after taking like a little trial period in January, I was really kind of going hard in the paint, um, to say the least. Like I had been performing a lot. Um, Well, not a lot, but I think I performed like two or three times in that month. And the last performance I did was an open mic at um, one of my favorite coffee shops, Jared's. And that was really cool. I actually got this ring there. My boyfriend got it for me. It's blue lace agate. And I'm going to talk about that later in the episode. But I had like started producing music again and I started doing like the graphic design that I love to do. I was really posting a lot on social media, engaging a lot. Like I was seeing a lot of the whole number thing going up, which was cool, but I was having a lot of fun with it. But at, I don't know, I guess the 
I know. I, at my job, they play this game called Rolls in a Thorn. So I guess the thorn that I'm dealing with is that although like I was able to create all this stuff, I was taking a lot of time off of work because I... The time I was taking off of work, I was able to work on what I want to do, podcasting and music and art and stuff like that. But that causes me to struggle financially. And but it does help my mental health because this job and like, I don't know, everyone's like, just find another job, just apply for something else if you don't like it. And it's that's not so easy. I've done that many. I mean, and and I've had this job for almost five years now. So there's a lot of benefits, There's a lot of pros and cons that I weigh constantly and I just wish that I could keep doing this for y'all and make that same amount of money, but $20 an hour to $25 an hour, that's not coming in right now from the music. And it will maybe eventually, but that the, the job itself is what stops me, I feel like, from staying on top of what I want to do and who I want to be because I have to be like a corporate robot and be, you know, fake empathetic to people who don't care about my well-being and don't talk to me. And and the thing is, I get that people can be angry, but when they start talking to you like you're not a human, they start cussing at you. And that's the first thing that you're dealing with at six in the morning, because I'd be waking up early. I'm an early bird. It's a lot to deal with. And I'd be like, I don't get paid enough for this. And I wish I could like hang up on them, but it's like, it's not possible to do that. So... Since I've been like really hot on it, I've filled, I've been feeling myself kind of dip um, in March, which is strange because it is my birthday month. Like it's my birthday, the week of this episode coming out, it'll be my birthday on Wednesday. And I, it kind of like, you know, it makes me angry, but not like angry, like I want to break something, but just like. Oh man, here we go again because I was feeling super high, but now I'm feeling the dip coming in. It's not bad, but it's like discouraging because when I'm up here, I just feel like everything that I'm trying to put my energy into, I'm just having so much fun with. I'm really like upgrading myself and really learning more stuff. But when I start getting into this like blocked mental space, I get really tired and I don't want to do anything when I'm not working. So creative burnout when I did my research on this, because it's very different from like writer's block, but creative burnout is a physical, mental, like psychological exhaustion in other words. And I feel that a lot. And I think maybe a lot of other artists feel that as well, but didn't know what to call it. So I looked into it. I did my research for y'all. So you didn't have to, cause I know y'all be busy or whatever. And you don't be, you know, um, looking into this stuff, but if you find yourself when you're like usually like a very creative person or you're you're doing something as a hobby that normally uplifts you in some way, but you find yourself not wanting to do it um, and what you are doing more of is like sitting on the couch and endlessly scrolling through TikTok and social media when you should be doing other things and you procrastinate like tomorrow becomes tomorrow becomes tomorrow when the next day comes and that's what was happening with me I wanted to do the podcast earlier than the day before and I usually have been doing that for the last four episodes but this time around I just felt like 
just tired. And I was like, I've been wanting to sleep a lot. Like right when I get off work, I just want to take a nap and I nap for like two to three hours. And it feels, it feels very similar to depression in a way. And that's something that was like weird to see align with when I was doing my research, because it does feel like that. It, it affects your personality and how you express yourself. So you might feel that you are very irritable and, you know, very snippy with people, which I can be that way. And I can check myself when I know I'm getting irritated about things that are like, I don't need to be irritated. Like it doesn't need to take me to an eight when I'm at a two, but I let it take me there. And you start doing like riskier things like you maybe you start eating a lot more eating less or you start you know spending a lot more money or just doing things that's not normally what you would do because i don't know it it usually happens when you're under a lot of stress and i would say that i'm under a lot of stress financially number 1 but just because with, with my career what I feel like I have to do and what I want to do. I haven't found a middle ground between the two and I want what I want to do, the music, the creative, you know, living to be the primary breadwinner for me, but it's not. And I'm having a hard time juggling between working this nine to five and then having this other nine to five that doesn't feel like work and putting the two together. So I'm get, I'm getting so stressed out that I'm not expressing myself and making the music and and getting my stuff finished and into the next steps of the process to release and get new music out to everyone because I'm stressed out with like the fact that I'm not working but when I am at work I'm so stressed because it's like talking to so many people who are just rude and mean like I don't understand why people have to be mean and nasty and rude and just like you're frustrated, but you're going to take it out on somebody else who knows nothing about you or the situation yet. It just seems that a lot of people now in the world just don't have any decency. They don't have any care for any other human being outside of their own little personal world. And that is the biggest problem. And when they do care, I'll tell you when they do care, it's making these laws that are stopping us from being able to express ourselves and live in our skin. So they are caring when it when it matters to them and but it doesn't matter how we live our life does not affect what they're doing in their household but they are wanting to control that and i feel like if they cared about just letting people live their life spreading love happiness kindness a lot of the problems and the anger that they have would probably go away but I just feel like, I don't know, that's a, that's a different conversation. And I, I talk about this and, and, and see TikToks about this and research this a lot just to try to like get more education on it because I feel like there's going to come a point in time where getting information is going to be hard to do. So that's why obviously you see all these books around me. I love to get books. I've been trying to get into more of like self-help informational books, which I used to find very boring when I was younger, but I am very hungry for knowledge. Like I seem to be always like, you know, my little book of knowledge here. Um, but yeah. And then the dialing back into creative burnout, um, the creative 
portion of it on top of, you know, sitting on the couch and not doing what you're supposed to be doing, which I was doing yesterday when I was supposed to be recording this episode. So I'm guilty of it, calling myself out, but I'm calling you out too. Um, You have the self-doubt that sets in that's thinking I'm never going to make anything good again or better than it was before or that people are not going to care like they did before or that you're going to fall flat on your face or something like that. Like you just have this self-doubt that sets in. You're stressed out. So there's a part in your brain. It's called the, damn, the prefrontal cortex. And when you're stressed out, those little gray matters in there start to thin. And that's when it, I don't know, it activates this fight or flight type of chemical in the brain and that's why you start doing all the riskier stuff and why you feel like a different person perhaps and that you're more irritable and you can't really control your emotions that well and then when you have the physical exhaustion that's the like just wanting to sleep and that's where I I was at it's not having the energy to do anything, like even cooking yourself something. Like I have a dog, obviously, and I take her for, you know, two to three walks a day. And sometimes I don't even want to do that, even though I know she needs it. And I, and I, and I like it. Like I like to be outside. The air is the air. The air is fresh and the weather is not too hot yet here in Arizona. So I should be enjoying that more, but I don't want to do it. As soon as I clock out of work, after I've drained myself of that energy, I just want to sit on the couch like a potato and just stare at the ceiling. Like I I don't even want to watch a TV show. I don't want to play a video game. I don't even want to read a book. I just like feel like my brain just shuts down and I need a reboot. That's just all that it is. And that, and that's what I've been going through lately. So I've been trying to look into it to, to fight and find ways to, not feel this way. And I know that, um, you know, you're supposed to like accept your emotions as they come in and let them pass through you. But there's always a part of me that's like, if I can feel it coming, why not try to like make it less? And maybe that's why I'm a little bit more tired than normal is because I'm fighting myself, but I'm always fighting myself mentally. Like I want to quit my job. I hate, I hate my job that much. I hate what it does to me that much that I would quit it, but I cannot because of the money that I need from it. And because the fact that like I have, you know, so many obligations that require these funds, like I can't continue to afford to have internet and to get these outfits and produce the music and pay the money to put it out if I don't have a job. And I would hope that, you know, from doing this, eventually I will have enough, but that that's what like really sucks about it. But when I looked into what might help when it comes to this type of stuff, it does say like go for a walk, go outside and self-care and stones and meditation. I wanted to talk about that because at my, the open, my open mic, like it was mine, but honestly, I kind of feel like it was mine. Because I went up there and I did the damn thing. I I brought the energy way up. Like I really put on a show, but that's how I always do it. I love to perform and you can see it on my face and in my energy. But when I went there, I I, I had people message me to ask me about the self-confidence that I have. And this kind of ties into this. When I was there, like whenever I perform, I, I'm always like ready to go. Like I can like hang out when when I get to the, you know, 
venue, if you will, but I'm usually very focused and ready to get up on the stage and do my thing, put on a show for y'all, and then I usually dip out <laughs> because I'm an introvert, y'all, and my social battery, I got like one to two hours max, and then it's a wrap for me. I'm, I'm going to be like this in the back, like trying to protect myself and my energy and people, I don't know. I, I think that maybe it might come off as um, unapproachable or standoffish in a way. But if you were to come and talk to me, I would still be like, have a conversation with you. But I just try to like keep myself together before I go back and leave. But before there before there, before getting up on to perform, um, I was looking around at the jewelry they have in there because not only do they have like vegan pastries and coffees and teas and all that stuff, they have local art hanging up all over the walls and they have jewelry and stuff like that. So I got this blue lace agate, or like I said, my boyfriend got it for me. And this is a Pisces stone because I'm a Pisces. And I learned that it's good for keeping a constant flow of good communication. It's like a throat um, chakra type of stone. So if you were to meditate um, or use it, you if you were into this, you would um, place it on your throat. And that's supposed to help those energies get in there and make you feel like, I don't know, you, you, you. So this is good with self-confidence as well, the more that I looked into it. So the fact that I had gotten this ring and I put it on before I'd went up there and I feel like, I feel like I had a perfect performance in my head. I had a great time. I had the people moving and I remembered all my lyrics and I was able to dance and I performed Root Beer, which was a brand new new song like that week and I didn't mess up my lyrics. I feel like I was slaying it. So when it comes to self-confidence, even if I didn't have this super duper cool ring on me, I, I learned that it's 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 kind of like a practiced, um, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, like a, a, a practice, a practice, practice, something that, that you gotta, gotta work on. So I went to performing arts school from a very young age, like seven, you know, six, seven years old. So I've been used to being on the stage and putting myself out in front of people and auditioning and being the center of attention in other words. But when I've grown up and I've been just myself on the stage, I've had to really, um, dig into the self-confidence because music is something that I do well. It is, it is me. Every time I put myself into it, it always comes out good. And I have to remember that when I'm up on the stage, I produced this music. I recorded this. I wrote this song. I put this outfit together. I choreographed this dance to it. I put this whole concept together and you already loved it enough before you even came to sit in my presence to watch it live. So the fact that you came here and you bought your tickets or you drove your 30, 45 minutes, whatever you did, you already know that I'm good at what I do because you wouldn't come here otherwise. So if I remember that, I will slay it every time. And I usually do. And even if I mess up, even if like I don't sing the right note, because I know that I'm just going to keep going and the rest of the song is still as good, that one little tick is not going to affect the whole performance. And that kind of is like in life, you might be going, 
you know, smooth sailing or whatever, and you might hit something that kind of like knocks a tire off of your car. And it feels like the end of the world, but it's not. It's just one small little tick in this journey of life. Look at me being all wise. I, I didn't even think about it like that until right now, but that's how I feel when it comes to music. Like, I, I put a lot of time and effort into this shit. Like, I, I stay up late hours in the night sometimes because I, you know, got a coffee that I didn't know had caffeine in it one night from the Dutch Bros. And I was up until like three in the morning on a work day. I got a, I got a clock in at 5.45, y'all. And I had produced the song. Like I just, because I couldn't sleep, I did, I turned to the music. But it, it's just, it's something that I do all the time. So that is the same thing for anyone who is, you know, painting, a hairdresser. If you, whatever your artistic outlet is, if you spend so many hours on it, probably more hours than you spend on your, your nine to five job. I would hope that you would get better and better, you know, and you, your confidence would grow because you can whip up something a lot faster than you did probably last year. If you are diligent in your work and that's what I've, I've been doing. Like I've been performing a lot. I've been in my community theater. I've, you know, I've learned different accents and different dancing styles and been able to be someone different. I feel that if you are looking for a way to gain some self-confidence, do musical theater because anytime I've ever gone and been around any of these type of people, thespians, if you will, it's always so accepting. It's always the underdogs. It's always the people who society sees as weird or so different like you can't really put them in a box and it's always so supportive and loving in these spaces it's one of the only places i felt that like my blackness and my queerness wasn't making someone uncomfortable until recently that's a that's that's a different podcast episode i do want to talk about the whole race thing and um me being gay because i feel like when I've reflected on that recently, a lot of things have come up in situations that I didn't realize were what they were. And then even recently, like in a place that used to be my safe space and still is, I had like a little bit of a weird conversation, an uncomfortable moment that didn't really gel over well after the fact. And I think would be weird going forward between me and another woman regarding blacking um, something up white woman by the way that said that anyway um i forgot what i was saying where was i at i fell off on a tangent i went off on a tangent what you be doing when you are recreationally enlightened like i am and i was um it's kind of coming down a little bit because i've been busy beat this morning trying to get all of this stuff set up because I got my, you know, my tripod with my ring light on it so I can give you some good lighting on this melanated skin. And then I got a new, a tripod and a new mic for my birthday. It is the King B2. So the other one that y'all have been seeing is the King B1. That's the yellow and black one, which still popping. and I still have her. But the King B2, King B, the King B2, it came with um, a shock mount so I could actually put it up. So it's going to make recording and doing live videos and stuff a lot easier to do. Um, I used to have a shock mount for the King B1, but I lost it or it broke some time in the past five years. And I don't think they make them anymore. So I was sad about it. But yeah, I was spending some time getting everything hooked up and getting my charger set up because I just had rearranged my bookshelf and everything. 
So for anyone who's on the Patreon, uh, you probably saw the first few episodes where the books looked one way and then they just switched all of a sudden. So that that's what's happening here. I like to try to like move around my living space every now and then. I feel like it helps kick up some new juju, some new energy and like, I don't know, causes me to feel like I'm in a different space and helps open up some creative doorways for me. So maybe if you're struggling with this creative burnout, try to go into a different space than what you normally are in. Go like go into maybe a soundproof room at your library, local library, I know they have those, or go to a coffee shop or go out into nature. Um, if you're able to like, I don't know if you lose, like, use electronics, like charge up your stuff and obviously go out there. But stepping out of your normal space helps a lot. Doing acts of kindness, like going... And not necessarily like, you know, going and helping an elderly lady put her groceries in her car, but I don't know, go on, when you're online and you see other artists like yourself or other people that are achieving goals, instead of just liking it, do the extra step of commenting and maybe bringing out something positive you saw in that post or about that person. Because if you know them, seeing things like that is really helpful for that person, number one, but for you so that you can... I don't know. It's 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 the positive energy that comes back to you and it kind of boosts you up a little bit. It's like you grab a little a Mario mushroom and you, you know, you got like you're, you're a big Mario now. Like that's how it feels. So then you take that energy back to your palette and you start painting and you start engineering and you start doing your shit like that. That's that's what I learned to be helpful and all my other little researches that I did here. But yeah, in 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 the creative burnout All that I can say about it is I'm feeling a lot better now, 25 minutes into recording this podcast than I was before I started recording it. So maybe it's just a matter of throwing yourself into something and just completing it. (laughs) And you may not feel like it's going to be as good as it was before, but sometimes you're not the judge of that. You could think something is 10 out of 10 and put it out there and the rest of the world thinks it's a two, but it's, it's you getting out of this blockage that you fill up here where you're not having any ideas coming. You're not feeling like you're going to have anything great come out of your brain, out of your fingertips, out of your mouth because you're stressed out. And when you are stressed out about whatever, your relationship, your job, your money, whatever, it you can't create. When there's stress there, it, the create it's like that part of your brain shuts down. It's like a self-deactivation in a way. And another thing I have learned that helps is to dress up a little bit. And like I'm not really dressed up today, but I did get a new do-rag. And it is Boondocks. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that, but it's like it's like a black anime show and it is hilarious. But I used to wear do-rags a lot when I had some hair up on my head when I was little. I used to get it corn road and everything. Like sometimes I miss my curly locks. Like I used to have a fro, y'all, hair that was down to the middle of my back. That's why I wanna get like a, a not not a weave but a wig so I can give some different versions of myself because I kind of I kind of miss it I do I like the baldness a lot but I don't know I feel like my blackness is showing pretty heavy lately <laughs> and I'm loving it because I'm like reclaiming that I'm like I'm I'm making it 
I'm making it for myself after like, you know, having the best of both worlds, a white and black lifestyle growing up. I'm trying to really like dig deep into it. That's why I have like my shelf here that has all my black authors and my black media, like, you know, Jordan Peele and his movies. I got The Woman King over here, you know, Viola Davis, Prince's movies. We got Zendaya from Euphoria because Labyrinth. Labyrinth is like one of the best producers ever. I love him. But like, I don't know. I I like to... I like to praise my peoples and to see them successful and winning. I like to see everybody successful and winning, but especially um, my BIPOC people. We out there slaying the game, especially here in Arizona. There's so many, so many of us out here working and really slaying, like not even just music, like business. We got, there's everything out here. So anyone listening that's not from Arizona, stop sleeping on us. Come here. We got a little bit of culture, depending on what corner pockets of the cities you get into. Don't come to Gilbert because there's not a lot going on out here. So the more that you fight against the creative burnout, sometimes it fights against you and that doesn't work out. So you kind of have to like sit in it and let it pass. But there are the other things that you can do, like I mentioned about doing acts of kindness, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone, getting into a new space, maybe looking into a new hobby that you thought you had before but never put the energy into looking at what it could do for you just starting something new and then coming back to it you probably will find that you've upgraded a little bit like that that's what happens with me i'll take a break from music for a month or two and i come back to produce and sing and write and it's like i've gotten a lot better than i was before so there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the subconscious that we can't see especially when we're stressed out and not feeling like ourselves and not wanting to express ourselves. so i just stick with it stay strong reach out to people who you know go through the same thing and talk about it with your friends and your peers talk to me about it Message me on Instagram, comment or something if you're going through something, and I'll chit-chat with you about it. I'm always open to have a conversation, um, and I say this all the time, and nobody does it. My DMs be empty. My comments be empty. Like I'm not just making these videos and these podcasts just for Casper the Friendly Ghost. Use me as a tool and a resource for information. That's what I'm here for. I want to share my knowledge and my love with all of y'all. So as a creative, I'm looking into things that I struggle with as being that and getting that to y'all because I know that a lot of you have said that you don't know what's going on, but you've listened to the podcast and you're like, damn, that's it verbatim. Like took the words out of my mouth. So I'm going to keep taking the words out of your mouth and put them on a podcast for you to go back and review over and over again. So if you feel like you're slipping up, like I did, I slipped up this week. I slipped up pretty majorly and I beat myself up about it 20%. Usually it's harder than that, but I'm trying not to do that because we're human. We are living a human experience. We have emotions that rise and fall. They fluctuate. And that's the same with our hobbies, our joy, our happiness. You can't be happy all the time. You can't be on it all the time. We want to be, but we can't be. And that's what we have to learn the balancing act of, like to let the good and the bad just be. It doesn't have to mean anything. The feelings that you have are not fact all the time. They don't have to mean anything. Just take them as they are. Take the bits and pieces that you want. And when you get out of the creative burnout, the self-confidence will come back. And another thing that helps with self-confidence is rehearsing and practicing. So if you just do it every day, even if you set aside 30 minutes, an hour, a day to do it, 
and then you go and do what you do an hour every day for three months, you go and perform that on a stage, it's going to be like breathing. It's going to be like drinking a glass of water. So I think that keep practicing and doing what you do. Even if you don't feel like you're not doing that good that day or that sounds bad that day or whatever, you're not going to be... I don't know. As much as I love Beyonce, I think people have got got it in their head that you have to be perfect at all times, that you have to have this strong work ethic all the time, that you have to just be presentable and put together all the time. And I'm trying to break that stigma because I'm not going to be put together all the time. I'm going to be wearing a bomb look maybe, but sometimes I'm going to be relaxed and chilling, like wearing some basketball shorts and a t-shirt. I'm not going to have the best edited photos. They will be edited well, but they're not going to be photo shoot Beyonce. And like you, you do what you can afford, right? It doesn't matter if you don't have the most expensive brand of clothes. You don't have, you know, all of these bells and whistles that you see other content creators getting. Like if you get to that point and you want to spend your money on that, then go right ahead and do that. But please do not let someone else's success stop you from being successful. There's enough success out there for all of us to be successful. That's that's just the plain truth of it. So I know we like to compare ourselves, especially when we're creatively burned out. We don't think we're going to do great things because someone else is doing great things that we can't do. We're not able to do right now. Don't let that phase you because there's things that you can do that probably they can't do. So it, it doesn't matter. We all have different tools and different skills, different magical powers that the next person doesn't have. We have a lot of similarities, but we are all different at the end of the day. We all go through different things in a similar way. So if we just talk about that with our peers, with me, Raspberry, on the podcast, on the Juicy Box, then we will get through it. We will get through it, especially with creative burnout. Also, sip some tea, drink some herbs. I'm about to look into maybe getting like an herbalist certification of some sort because there's a local business here called Siphon Draw Apothecary that I'm going to be checking out soon because they make like honey and bath bombs and natural room sprays and body sprays and skin care, a whole bunch of things. And I just, I want to learn about the herbs and how they can help because there's so many plants even that you can like grow in your house that help with depression. Like there's so many things to stop this little gray, gray brain fogging from happening. So he said my eucalyptus tea to finish off the, the episode here. Thank you for tuning in to the fifth the fifth installment. I'm hoping to do at least like, I don't know, eight or 10 episodes for the first season um, because I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Like I said, even though I didn't want to do it and I was procrastinating like capital P, I am happy that I finally did it and I just got to edit it and put it out for y'all. Um, and it is my birthday week. So if y'all are feeling generous to a kind hearted soul like myself, I do have a piggy bank on my link tree and in the link of my, um, Instagram. So if you feel like dropping off some, some cha-ching there for me for some birthday stuff, there are some outfits I'm trying to get together to shoot a music video and get some photo shoots done for root beer. And that would be helpful, 
um, to get some help from y'all. And just because like I make, I make some pretty wholesome content. I feel like I'm putting some positive energy out there for my community, for everyone around me, my friends and family, just to show that I love y'all and I want y'all to be successful and happy as well. So, so I can feel like, you know, um, all this hard work I'm putting in is coming back to me financially. Um, it would just be cool to have a dollar or five or a hundred. So consider that, like I say every time, and you know what? I'm going to keep saying that. I need to say this before I wrap this up. I've been feeling like self-conscious and weird about self-promoting and asking for stuff like this, but I'm going to dead that right now. I'm going to stick a fork in it because if you're not going to ask for something, how are you going to get it? If you're not going to go out and get it, it's not going to come to you. And the answer that you're afraid of is no. No is not going to do anything to me. So I'm asking and I'm going to keep asking. Share my shit. Listen to my music. Drop me some money in the piggy bank. Buy my merch. Buy my merch. Buy my merch. I'll say it three times because this is important to me. Root Beer is going to be the biggest song of Raspberry's career. Raspberry Root Beer. And I want y'all to be along for it before they're not... They're not always going to be $35 sweaters, y'all. It's not always going to be a $10 ticket. We upgrade and we get more money. We get more energy. We manifest. And that is the vibe I'm trying to be on for this year. So I love y'all. And thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of The Juice Box. Be like high grade shit. Yeah.